Hey. <laughs> Anna, Naomi, and Abby. Woohoo. Um, so every Saturday or Sunday, most are just weekends, we have been doing our Bible time together. So we've been reading a passage and then we talk about it together. So we just wanted to share it with you guys. So we're going through a series from the Bible Project, which you can find on Uversion or YouTube, um, the Advent series. And so the first one is about shalom or peace. So if you haven't watched the video, um, you should do that before listening to this because we'll just be talking about it. So you can find it on Uversion or YouTube. And we'll link it in the description. Yes. And it has also Bible passages and verses to go with it. And I think you can, like, comment and talk about it with other people who've done it. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, one of the first things they discussed in the video was what shalom means. Um, so, I liked that it meant complete or whole. Because that was, like, if you think about the word peace, it doesn't really make you think of that, I guess. And mm -hmm. so, like, when Jesus brought shalom, it meant to restore. Um... And so a lot of times, if you think about Jesus dying on the cross, it's like he came to restore peace, but like peace is restoring. And so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I like the, like the worldly, worldly definition of peace is like absence of war. And then the biblical um, definition is absence of war, but then also restoring. So like one of their examples that I liked was... Um, if two revival, rival, <laughs> rival, rival kingdoms, like, made shalom, it didn't mean that they were just not having war, it meant that they were, like, doing things that would benefit each other, and they were, like, actually, like, helping each other, not just, like, being, like, fine, we're not gonna have war anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, iron sharpening iron. Yes, like that. Yeah. That's cool. And not just being, like, neutral towards each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main thing that struck me was also connects to one of the scripture readings, which was Colossians 19 through 20. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And the peace in that was shalom, and I thought that kind of like connected to what Anna was saying, where like, um, him dying on the cross was establishing, like, wholeness and, like, completeness, um, and peace, but I also thought it was interesting just, like, before Adam and Eve sinned for the first time, there was complete sh shalom, there was peace, it was, everyone was whole, there was, like, our relationship with God was whole and complete, and everything was, like, perfect, and, um, and then when we broke that, and I thought, and then sin came into the world, but then Jesus dying on the cross um, reestablished um, shalom and peace and stuff, and he gives that peace to us. So I thought that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> One thing that I wrote down for Colossians, that Colossians verse, in contrast with the, um, Isaiah 9, 5-6. Did you hear that, Naomi? What, what was one? Isaiah 9, 5-6. Yep. Um, every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. 
For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Or positioning. Yeah, I thought the contrast between the blood mentioned in Isaiah versus the blood mentioned in Colossians, um, the blood in Isaiah was like a symbolism for destruction, um, like rolling in blood, I think is what it said. Um, and the symbolism for destruction and like the lack of peace. Um, whereas Colossians was talking about Jesus' blood and how that created peace. And if it's basically how I kind of saw it was his blood is perfect because he is perfect. And if it's imperfect blood, then it creates destruction. Um, and we can't make, we can't give or make perfect peace unless Jesus' blood covers us. So I thought that, like, contrast was um, interesting in, like, what brings peace and what brings destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also was very confused by verse 5. I literally wrote down, what? Um, for verse 5 in Isaiah 9, about the, the boot thingy. Can you read it again? I like the Every- first part. Yeah, every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. I guess it just is showing different image pictures of war, maybe. So, mm-hmm. like, that, so war equals yeah. destruction. I thought of it, because I liked, um, I liked their picture here, because, because how I understood it was that, um, like, all of the war, all of the pain will be restored, not restored, um, all of the shalom will be restored, and all the war will be gone and, like, burned away, and then will be replaced by, um, the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, prince of shalom, and he'll make all the broken things, all of the war, whole again, and new i really liked that picture mm-hmm. i also liked the analogies they used in the bible project video and then they said shalom um is like a stone that has a perfect whole shape and it has no cracks and like they kept using like a wall to resemble like like restored and like strong in god and peace and that if that's broken, then it just, like, shatters the whole thing. And if you have no shalom, then it shatters the whole wall. And, like, Jesus came back and restored all of our shalom. So then we were all built back up. Yeah. Um, one of the verses that we had was John fourteen twenty seven. Which says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Or, if you wanted to replace it with shalom. Shalom I leave with you, my shalom I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I really like that because I remember reading this like a while ago and being like, kind of confused. Like, what's the difference? 
and like i understand like we're supposed to like dwell in like heavenly things and not worldly things but i didn't understand like exactly what the worldly thing was and then i liked how like what was the reference again john john yeah like how worldly peace isn't wholesome but like shalom in god is like you're restored and it is wholesome yeah i wrote down a year and a half ago in my bible peace not a feeling which isn't constant it is a steady reality and just yeah the difference between the peace that the lord gives us and the peace that the world claims to give us or that Mm. the world claims to promise us yeah and like yeah kind of like in the world there's always like um between like the leaders of different countries and stuff there's always that sort of unsteady like we're friends for now but do something and then all of a sudden that will be like shattered and stuff and so it's kind of like it gives the illusion of peace but it's always super like unsteady and stuff and that's how god and jesus and that is always steady and like whole and complete and constant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah one thing that i liked the wording that they used in the bible project video was um true peace is taking what's broken and restoring it to wholeness and i liked the the beauty of that how they said that Mm -hmm. it's kind of like if you have a relationship say that's broken unpeaceful there's like a rivalry or something then both sides can be feeling hurt um and then maybe they talk through it and make up but they don't restore each other they don't like Mm -hmm. pursue each other enough to heal and so how that is not true peace that's kind of like a fake peace that is kind of on the outside i guess Mm -hmm. there was another verse um from ephesians yep yeah ephesians 14 through 15 says for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations his purpose was to create and create in himself one new humanity out of the two thus making peace i have a lot underlined in ephesians but i had um a while ago underlined like the amount of times he said peace in this paragraph in chapter two and i was amazed by it but now i'm like even more amazed because it's like the actual meaning and it's like i don't know i really like the meaning and it was like really cool to me Mm -hmm. also this is ephesians chapter two which oh yeah sorry i wrote down that peace breaks down walls and build bridges so kind of like what i was just saying about the relationship and what Naomi was saying about the wall um, being restored or whatever. There's a difference between just breaking down a wall and breaking down a wall and building a bridge. Mm-hmm, that's cool. They're pretty that, I guess. 
Yeah, I yeah. just wrote down that true shalom after brokenness is always better than before. And, like, you can have a relationship yeah. with someone once it's broken, then it's, like, broken. And then once you, like, restore that, and then, like Anna said, once you break down the walls that were created and build the bridge, then it's better than before. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, Jesus is our shalom, and he came... Um, they said Jesus' birth was the arrival of, oh, how do you pronounce it, Irenir, oh. or something like yeah. that, is the Greek version of Shalom, and, like, yeah, he didn't just break down the wall, he built a bridge to us and God, yeah. so yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I wrote down that true peace is hard work. Like, (laughs) (laughs) taking the effort to pursue and, like, renew that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, one time in the video, it said that peace requires humility and love and, like, There you go. Mm-hmm. Peace requires humility and love. Yeah. yeah, that's like kind of like the breaking down the wall part. It's like you have to like um, confess that you sin, and that's like the humility part. Mm-hmm. And then the love part yeah. is God. God um, accepting the confession and like still loving us through it and like wanting us as children. Yeah, as children. And then you can build the bridge. After that wall is, um, broken. Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's all I have written down. Yeah, me too. Was that a me too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to pray? Sure. Dear Lord, thank you um, for your word and that we get to dwell in it together. And um, thank you that for your shalom and for not only wanting to break down walls, but wanting to build bridges to us and still pursuing us through our sin. And um Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you enjoyed our first episode. We're so excited to see you next time. Bye.